Have you ever wondered why anyone drinks Malort? Or if there are actually lobsters in the Chicago River? Then listen to the Curious City podcast, where we answer all your questions about Chicago and the region. WBEZ's Curious City is part of the NPR network and available wherever you find your podcasts. Chicago just announced its first ever Poet Laureate. This is the Reset Podcast. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Avery R. Young, the poet who got the title, says poetry is all around us. You can find it in something as simple as the alphabet song. He'll act as kind of an ambassador for poetry in Chicago. He's also tasked with creating new public programming for young people and students. He's joined us right now here in studio. Avery, welcome. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. You're singing I'm along. The poet laureate. <laughs> you are the new poet laureate. I can say it now. I've been holding this in. I've been holding this in for so long. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> well, but congratulations. Can, can, thank you so much. I mean, what were you doing when you heard the news? I was. I had just had lunch with Eve Ewing. Oh wow! I know, just just had lunch with Eve Ewing. We, had, we love Eve catch, over here. <laughs> catch, catching up, and then got in the car. Was driving to a, some other situation, and then got the phone call. Avery, you're being vetted. I said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's it's, it's you. If everything works out, it'll be you. I was like, okay. <laughs> it didn't dawn on me until I got the email with all the with all the forms to fill out. Ah, uh, it like, felt the, real at right, that point. Right, 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 right. I was like, why am I filling out a W nine? Oh, <laughs> that that usually means ding, a ding, new ding, job. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's exactly what it means. Exactly what it means. W nine. Okay, all right. Well, well, you're already, I, I mean, you're doing so much. You're already an award-winning composer. You're a teacher. You're a visual artist. You're a producer. You're a musician. Yes. You do it all. And I'm opening up a restaurant. And weeks. you're opening up a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how would you say, though, that these various pursuits, how did they influence one another? I mean, I mean, like, does wow. your music or your, your teaching, does that play a role in how you compose poetry, for instance? Well, I grew up in the Baptist church, oh, okay. right? And I don't understand language without music. So I don't like I have no memory of I have no early memory that does not include music, mm. right? And if it was no more than humming, hand clapping, and foot stomping, language has always kind of been married to music ever since I was a kid, mm-hmm. right? And and the and the theatrics of a of a sermon, right? The the amen, the people, and I remember just watching a, a minister. Pastor Smith when I was like young and I just was was listening to him talking was kind of seeing the reactions of the members of the church and I was like you know what that's what I want to do uh, I want to just trans just like transform space through language was it something about the way he commanded attention everything it was the way he was commanding attention the the what what he was saying that was affirming what Whatever it was in, 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 in inside of people to get them to stand up and wave hands and clap hands and shout. Yeah. And, you know, I saw my big mama crying and I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> is he a magician? <laughs> and maybe your poetry <laughs> could do that too. And I was thinking poems could do that. Yeah. And that's the fact, that's exactly what I'm trying to do through poems, is transform space. Yeah. Well, I love that you, you've said that you hope that your work is a progression uh, of the black arts movement. Yes. It started back in the 60s and 70s in, yes. in the U.S. So will your work now as Chicago's Poet Laureate, will that continue that conversation 
with art as a form of activism? I hope so. That's what I've been doing. Is what I've been doing. I've been getting from the preacher to Nina Simone and Oscar Brown Jr. and Gil Scott Heron and all of those other artists who took the the art, but also gave us this use the art to talk about social justice issues and the problems and also the celebrations that happen that go often unseen within the community and mm-hmm. within the space. And so we're way bigger than what the TV says about us, right? And that's what poems know, right? And so I hope to do that with the, with, with the knowledge of poems, to yeah. show that within the knowledge of poems. Yeah. Right, right. You're also uh, a 2022 Leader for a New Chicago. This is an award from the Field Foundation, yes. and it recognizes accomplishments in, in justice, art, or media and storytelling. Yes. It also provides grants for you uh, and a, a nonprofit that you're working with um, on that work. Yes. Uh, in this case, it's Urban Gateways, Urban, right? Ur- Urban Gateways. Yeah. Can you tell us more about them? Urban Gateways is a arts education Non-for-profit that works in with schools on curriculum-based or art-infused curriculum, right? Okay. So take the Civil War and you work on a classroom and make it and make it a, a podcast, right? And so it's trying to be creative with the curriculum. And they also have Street Level, which is which is media training spot for young folk in the city and work with along with them. And we've been doing amazing. We've been doing amazing work together. Yeah, you know, it's been. It's just been. I was just saying to somebody, um, there was a, <clears throat> there was a culture of calm that was started some years ago, mm-hmm. and at Simeon and through Urban Gateways created this this poetry team that they still have to this day. Poets never die. Really. Right? So it's it's, it's 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 when you see. This is like this announcement has made me kind of take stock in the things that I've done in the city. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Are you seeing how the dots connect now? Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're doing it, you're doing it, right? But I had to kind of sit back and kind of, it was like that that, that scene in Beautiful Mind. <laughs> <laughs> The constellation. I was like, oh, okay. This is how this works. And I'm like, wow. Dude, you've done all this. You've done all this. You've done it. Well, it's all good. I read, I'm I'm like, I I just do the work. Because when you're doing the work, you just do the work, right? Yeah. And I'm not thinking about it. And I really hadn't said that. There's no plan. And the work speaks for itself. And the work will speak for itself. Why don't we have you read a poem for us? Yes, let's do this. Yeah. This is this is <laughs> hot off the press this morning. It is the official first poem I've written as a poet laureate. So oh, is this, was, is this a WBEZ exclusive? This is a WBEZ exclusive. Chicago's first ever poet as, laureate reading his first ever poet laureate poem. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the floor is yours. Here we go. Down the street from skyscrapers for Spider, Miss Stamps, and Representative C. Nichols, and the old Jenner. Inside a portrait that a window frames, the sky be dynamite and turquoise, birdless, with his chest out, ready to wrestle a bulldozer, playing Godzilla to a tenement keeping its head above rubble. Tenement half gone, its battle with Godzilla stalled by the brisk wind rolling a bottle over a needle 
in a rock stack. You can't hear the rolling over the stones or a boy's face in the middle of laughing. Him father pushing him on a swing inside the hawk of this day, yards away from the exodus of the Evans and the entry of the Jeffersons. But back to the boy and him father. I believe it's him father. They puff jackets match. Ooh. You got to tell us the inspiration behind that. Wow. I was at a school, Jenna. <laughs> I was at a school, and assignment, the assignment, the prompt assignment was to go, just go to the window and just write down the things you see. Mm-hmm. And at the time, Cabrini Green was being torn down. So there was, there was this bulldozer, like this half knocked down building. Mm-hmm. It was cold. It, but the, you couldn't tell by the sun and, and the sky, you know, it looked like it was 80, 89 degrees outside, but it was 44. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of those days in Chicago. Yeah, a lot of those days in Chicago. Like, it, it was so Chicago. And this, it was this dude swinging the child on a, on a swing. But nobody wrote that down. Like, mm. when they went to listen, they list everything. They like, need a paper bags, garbage, broken bottles. They, Rocks the book. It's as though they didn't see them, as if they did not see see them. And we learned that you know. And I was explaining to them, well, no, this is like a poem. Dreams of this moment because there's so much juxtaposition, there's so much image. You know, imagery with poems are about what people experience. Yeah, and you know, in that day, twenty kids looked at the same thing and wrote twenty things down, and then. Even I had something else to say about what we all were looking at. Yeah. Right. So it's it's. it's I love you know. that it's the, the innocent moment between father and child. There, yeah. I, I love your your descriptive words. How would you describe your poetic style? Oh, it's a little bit of this. It's a little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> I call all of it the, the the art south funk. So it's it's a lot of influences from. Um, I'm building a code that is. That's layering black dialect, but also learning what I've learned in school, you know, <laughs> the colonial, colonial American English. Um, but it's also playing along with cultural references that from the poem alone, the Evans and the Jeffersons. Yes. You know, and we understand the Evansons lived in, in, in Cabrini Green and the Jeffersons was in the deluxe apartments that are now. Moving on up. Moving on up. That's now, you know, what Cabrini Green was. And then there's just, and then there's like the idea of making a thing new, turning, turning, turning phrases like um, the needle in a haystack becomes a needle in a rock stack, right? Just yeah. I'm like doing a lot of that. I love that. Get to, get to do all of that. When did you first get into poetry? Oh, I was. A, Third grade, third grade. Um, I was kind of responding to to a situation that happened in the classroom. <laughs> I called myself, you know, like dragging the, the teacher for filth, and then she was just like, "Wow, <laughs> Avery, this is a. Did you write this by yourself?" And then all of a sudden, I was in oratory competitions and and writing poems. And then when I became an adult and was Actually running an open mic at Biddy Morgan's. I went to a place called Lit X. And 
LitX met this guy named Jay Love who was just like, have you ever thought about doing poetry professionally? Mm -hmm. I was like, no. But I'll think about it now. And here, and here we are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> so here's something I've wondered about. It's your name. Yes. It's in all lowercase. Mm -hmm. you know, Bell Hooks. Bell Hooks, E.E. E. E. Cummings. Cummings. Yeah, definitely. couple authors, of course, that we've seen do this. Yes. So what is behind that for you? Bell Hooks. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the inspiration. Bell, Bell Hooks. This is the inspiration. I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. Yeah. yeah. It looks cool. Thank you. I thought so. <laughs> I thought so. And I think the R, like the R in the middle of it is kind of like. It grabs attention. Yeah. It grabs attention. It was just like. And then a sea, in a sea of names, it does like this this colonial and proper way in which you, you, you spell noun, proper nouns or whatever. There's this lowercase joint that kind of sets it all together. Yeah. Because the, I tell all the students to make a poem or an artwork that only your hands can craft and, and be distinctive. So when people see it, they go, oh, okay. Right. You are uh, on, on top of the many things. You're, you're co-director at the Floating Museum. Yes, indeed. The Floating in Museum. So yes. I, I want you to talk about that group and, and your work there. Yes. So the Floating Museum is actually in the middle of curating the Chicago Architecture Biennial that opens September 21st okay. in Chicago. So in the middle of receiving this news that I'm the, poet laureate, the first poet laureate of Chicago, I am actually planning where statues and <laughs> and programming will be inside the cultural center and around the, and around the city. So this we we've started out well I started out with the with the floating museum when we had a barge floating up the river. We've done a founders. We just came from Springfield with the Founders Monument, which is a four-sided inflatable that features the faces of Dusab Harold Washington, mm -hmm. a child from the bust, uh, from the collection in the Saba Museum, and Kitahawa Dusab, who was the partner, the Potawatomi partner of Dusab, who a lot of people don't really know about. Mm -hmm. But, like, the whole point of us really getting into this work is so that people also know, like, the first lady of the city. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like yeah. the first first lady, yes. The first first lady, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you touched on this before, Avery, but you, you've you've worked with different organizations to to really help youth overcome social barriers, yes. economic barriers, um, barriers to accessing Chicago's art scene yes. specifically, right? I mean, w what's the end goal there? The work. I always bring it back to the work. Yeah. Art in schools or art in a student's day is usually the only time they have within the day where what they think about anything matters. You know, math is not from from their brain or their critique, uh, creativity, social studies, science, et cetera. So even gym, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not necessarily anything that they go, oh, I. I thought of that. <laughs> right. I'm, it might not come I'm, automatically. It, it might not come automatically. But them engaged in art really goes, okay, what I have to say about the world, how am I responding to a thing that I may have researched, experienced, or even made up, matters. So all this time is just being about doing that work, giving them the platform, making yeah. spaces available, and not just in the classroom. Let's put you all in galleries let's put you all in museums so that like mama and daddy can be excited about Wouldn't that this be art wonderful? you do <laughs> that you do 
in the school. So this is what I want to do with this with this lawyership is really make more of those connections for them and give them those opportunities and make those spaces yeah. accessible to them even more. I mentioned earlier that the new uh, this new ambassador position with um, Chicago it, it grants you some funding to, yes. to create public creative programming. Yes. So how do you plan to use that money? First, I got to get some more funding. <laughs> 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 I'm going to be real deal about it. Very transparent. I'm going to do the work of getting adequate funding to do it right. Okay. And so that's that's what we want to do. I want to again engage folks into doing residencies and talking about Chicago and the many places and people and things that make this city great and kind of shift the narrative that Chicago is just a very dangerous place to live in and things of that nature. So so before I let you go, I got to mention that you will have your first public appearance in this role on Saturday at the Chicago Saturday. Public Library's annual National Poetry Month celebration. It's going to be at Harold Washington Library Center. Yes, uh, it is. Anything you can share quickly about that event? Oh, we're going to wang dang doodle. Come through. <laughs> we going to wang dang doodle, doodle all afternoon long. <laughs> But it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. I'm so ex- I'm so excited for the city city to celebrate a poet, right? Uh, just a, a, I'm like a poet. I'm just a poet, right? And it's for the city to celebrate poetry and it like they would, you know, Walter Payton. I'm 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 down for it. <laughs> <laughs> we will leave it there. Avery R. Young Ugh. is Chicago's first poet laureate. Such a joy talking to you. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. That episode of the Reset Podcast was produced by Brenda Ruiz, and it was edited by Ethan Schwab and Dan Tucker. To get to know Reset guests even better, you got to sign up for the brand new Reset newsletter. It launches May 1st, and it has exclusive recommendations from the awesome Chicagoans that we have on the show every single day. Head over to WBEZ.org slash Reset to sign up. That's all for the Reset Podcast. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Talk to you again soon. a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I had never heard of and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts.